0: Christmas is of course a time of celebration, a time to celebrate the very first Christmas present of all. Yet so often our circumstances stop us from celebrating, I mean, really celebrating. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we finish up this week by taking another look at your Christmas from a different perspective. And please do stick with me, because shortly I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet. It's called This Is A Special Time. And I'd love to send you a free copy to help the wonder of Christmas and what it means for the rest of your life explode in your heart. It's great to be with you this Christmas. My prayer for you is that wherever you are, whatever your circumstances... That this Christmas is a great celebration for you. It's easy at Christmas time to let our circumstances rob us of the celebration. You know, loneliness and tiredness and, and family conflicts and financial pressures, the list just goes on. But Jesus, Jesus came to bring us peace. We've been talking a lot about peace these last few weeks on the program. That's because I'm passionate about God's roadmap for peace in our lives. Peace isn't just a word. It's a promise from God. And God's whole purpose for Christmas was to bring peace into your life and mine. So today, I just want to spend a few minutes with you. And my prayer is that during our time together, God will just breathe his plan for peace into your heart and make this a Christmas worth celebrating. I was having a pizza with a man the other day for lunch. And we were talking about what it means to share Jesus with people here and now. I mean, it would be easy for me to say to someone, Jesus loves you. And and the response is, well, so what? I I could walk up at the next table in the pizza parlor and say, Jesus loves you. It'd be meaningless. So what? Our problem, my problem and your problem, is that throughout our lives, we have rebelled against God. And when we do that, God's judgment and God's anger are what we deserve. You might say, Benny, why are we talking about this at Christmas? God is a God of justice, and ultimately our rebellion should go punished. Our lying and our deceit and our dishonesty and, and our selfishness, and they're all a declaration of war by us on God. Have you been in a courtroom? It's easy for us to say, well, you know, not me. But when we see someone who is convicted of doing something wrong, there's something inside us, a natural sense of justice that says, well, that person should pay for that crime. And that natural sense of justice inside of us, I believe, comes from God because we are made in his image. He is a just God with a perfect sense of justice. And so what we deserve is judgment and punishment. That's the bad news, the good news. The good news is that Christmas is when God gave us Jesus, his son, to set us free from our crimes, from our sin. Have a listen to this. This is just a short excerpt from the first chapter of Matthew's gospel. Now, the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he would resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus." for he will save his people from their sins. Isn't that interesting? Here's Joseph. He's betrothed to Mary. She's pregnant, and she comes to him and says, oh, well, it wasn't me, it was God. Well, yeah, right. And so God sends an angel to Joseph, who must have been terribly hurt. He would have been devastated. He loved this girl, and she was pregnant. To someone else, albeit to God, it must have been painful. And the angel says, you are will take this son and call him Jesus, literally Yeshua in Hebrew. For he will save his people from their sins. The one thing that the angel of God says to Joseph in this difficult time is that Jesus will save his people from their sins. It's so unexpected because Israel was expecting a Messiah. The term Messiah was used for their king. They were expecting a Messiah who was a king like David, a warrior, to free them from the the Roman occupation that was going on. A brutal Roman rule. But it didn't happen that way. God sent a son, a little boy, born as a carpenter in a place called Bethlehem. And the reason that it was Bethlehem is because the Romans were having a census. This is from chapter 2 of Luke. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver a child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. That night... A baby was born to save God's people from their sin. It goes back to the promises of God to Israel. Let's have a quick look at Ezekiel chapter 37. God says, I will make a covenant, a promise of peace with my people. It will be an everlasting promise with them and I will bless them and multiply them and I will set my sanctuary, my presence among them forevermore. My dwelling place shall be with them and I will be their God and they will be my people. We struggle with God. Israel struggled with God. And we can react to that and say, well, I'm no rapist, I'm no murderer, I'm not guilty of a crime. God didn't have to send Jesus for me, but we have all fallen short of the glory of God. My wrongs and my weaknesses and my mistakes and all that stuff rob me of life. Your wrongs and your weaknesses and all your mistakes and all that stuff. Rob, you of life. Because when we do that, we reject God and we declare war on him. And Christmas is God's declaration of peace. Peace between God and you. Peace between God and me. And on that night, in that stable, under trying, difficult and humble and smelly circumstances, God gave us the most precious thing he had to give. Jesus Christ, his son, who would save us from our sin. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey and in life, Will you accept that gift? Perhaps for the first time, perhaps for the umpteenth time. Just put ourselves in that stable. Look around. Look at the sights and and the smells and the sounds of that stable. And right in the middle of this Christmas, God is whispering in our hearts, this is my beloved Son, whom I have given for you. Will you take that gift into your heart right now? Will you accept this Jesus to save you from your sin? Because when we do, what we're saying is, Lord, I believe that you sent Jesus onto this earth to go to that cross, to die and to pay the price that I should pay. Lord, I believe that Jesus is for me. Will you come to Bethlehem today? Will you celebrate in your heart the most profound and eternal gift that has ever been given to you? Father, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you that it's not a pantomime. It's not a big feed, It's not a Christmas tree and presents. Christmas is that wondrous gift of your son for us. Christmas is that time where you would set us free from all of our wrongs and all of our nonsense and all of our stupidity. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Christmas. December is such a special time. A time for us to revel in the fact that God sent His Son into this world for us, for me, for you. And a time to look forward to the rest of our lives as we contemplate the new year that will soon be upon us. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called, not surprisingly, (laughs) This is a Special Time. Because God's Word is alive and active, amen? So I'm praying that God will cause the wonder of the Christmas story, and what it all means for the rest of your life to explode in your heart through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.